Um, just want us to turn to Proverbs, Proverbs chapter 31. Proverbs chapter 31, we commence reading from verses 10 to 31. This chapter is um, it's an epilogue. It's the wife of a noble character. But as we read this chapter, um, I will take us from another perspective, you know, of what God sees us, especially the mothers. Verse 10, it says, A wife of noble character, who can find? She is worth far more than rubies. Her husband has full confidence in her and lacks nothing of value. She brings him good, not harm, all the days of her life. She selects wool and flax and works with eager hands. She is like the merchant ships, bringing her food from afar. She gets up while it is still night. She provides food for her family and portions for her female servants. She considers a field and buys it. Out of her earnings, she plants a vineyard. She sets about the work vigorously. Her arms are strong for her task. She sees that her trading is profitable, and her lamb does not go out at night. In her hand, she holds the distaff and grabs the spindle with her fingers. She opens her arms to the poor and extends her hands to the needy. When it snows, she has no fear for her household, for all of them are clothed, are clothed in scarlet. She makes coverings for her bed. She is clothed in fine linen and purple. Her husband is respected at the city gate, where he takes his seat among the elders of the land. She makes linen garments and sells them and supplies the merchants with sashes. She is clothed with strength and dignity. She can laugh at the days to come. She speaks with wisdom, and faithful instructions is on her tongue. She watches over the affairs of her household and does not eat the bread of idleness. Her children arise and call her blessed, her husband also, and he praises her. Many women do noble things, but you surpass them all. Charm is deceptive and beauty is fleeting. But a woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. Honor her for all that her hands have done, and let her works bring her praise at the city gates. Praise God. Um, when we look at this chapter, you know, I'll just put this out to us. Think of this. As a mother, does this seem right to you? As a husband, does this sound like your wife? As a child, is this, does this sound like your mother? You know, all the good things in this, in this proverb is just talking about, you know, how this mother is a, talking about um, a godly mother to King, to King Lemuel. This is his mother talking. This is what he wants his wife, his son's wife to be. But let's just think of that this morning. You know, as you read through that passage, was that speaking to you? Is this your wife? Is this talking about your mother? Is this talking, you know, us children, do you treat your mother like that? Is this what you're, you know, you're embracing her? This morning, I just want to talk to us, you know, mothers, you know, they are God's precious gift. Like what Pastor Rodney has said this morning, 
you know, those that um, don't have their mothers with them, that their mothers have passed on. But remember the good things that she was, that she has been, that she has done for you. It doesn't matter if she's gone, but she still lives in your heart. It's the things, it's the legacy that she left behind. And if you're thinking, if you've thought of her, and then think about your wife. If you're single, you think about the future wife that you're going to expect, you know. This is the person that I want to be. I want to spend my life with. But this morning, you know, I just want to embrace that our mothers, they're a precious gift from God. God sent his son. That was his precious son. But God sent his mothers also. You know, us, I'm grateful to have a mom that have just left um, for New Zealand not, not long ago. But I just want to thank God for the things that she has done and she has been to us. And this morning, I just want to talk about, you know, how the Proverbs, how the Book of Wisdom says there is a woman whose children rise up and call her blessed, her husband also, and he praises her. Many daughters have done virtuously, but you exile them of all. Who is this woman? This woman is mom. This woman is mother, sitting next to us, being with us. And she is a precious gift from God. As the next verse says, reveals, Favor is deceitful and beauty is vain, but the woman who reverences the Lord, who fears God, she shall be praised. What are the qualities of a mother who is truly a gift from God? I want to look at, um, at this word gift in this passage. I want to look at this word gift. It's a four-letter word. Gift. G. I place she as a mother being gracious. She's a gracious mother. She's a gracious woman. She's merciful. She's compassionate. A precious gift mother is one who is more concerned with the needs of others instead of herself. She puts everybody first. I was just, you know, thinking of this. As I was preparing this, you know, sometimes us mothers, we don't realize it. We think, oh, because this person is need, you know, we need to help them. But we never think of the things that we have to do, you know, to look after ourselves or our families. Or, you know, we put a lot of people first. Why? Because of that graciousness that is in us. But it's not us. It's God that has, you know, it's God that is in you. Because God is gracious and he's, that gift he has given, he's put it inside of you. She is like the merchant ships. She brings her food from afar. She also rises while it is yet night and provides food for her household and a portion to her maid servants. She watches over the ways of her household and does not eat the bread of idleness. She is not afraid of snow for her household, for all her household is clothed with scarlet. She extends her hand to the poor. Yes, she reaches out her hands to the needy. Is that your mom today? 
It made me realize of how my grandmother passed on, all the things that she has been doing in her life. And as kids, you know, sometimes my kids will go to me, you always think of them. You know, it might sound harsh, but this is the heart of a mother. She's very gracious. She loves others. She loves her household. She loves her husband. She tries and put everything else first just before her needs. And that's a special gift from God. She is gracious to her household. She is gracious to her family. She is gracious to the needy and those around her. Think of that. Is that your mom today? Was that your mom before? Is this your wife today? Is she doing all these things? I encourage us husbands, children, don't think that your mom is just looking after the needs of others because she is selfish. No. It's the gift that God has put in her life. It's the gift that God has placed in her. Sometimes we are selfish to see these things. Sometimes my kids don't understand why we are doing it. But let me tell you, that is one of the precious gifts that God has blessed your mom with. Amen. The second letter that we're going to look in is I. To me, I place I as intelligence. Woo! <laughs> what do you think, husbands? <laughs> I think my, um, our mothers are very intelligent. They are very intelligent. They can do how many works at once. They can do anything that men can't do. Oops, sorry. <laughs> most things, most things. <laughs> A precious gift mother is not just gracious. She is also intelligent. She's wise. She's industrious. She not only manages her family well, but also other things. You know, I am very blessed with the mothers that I have and the mothers that I'm working with, the mothers that are, that are family to me. Not only, you know, earthly mothers, but also spiritual mothers, you know, of the intelligence they have. Moms, you might think you're not that good. You are. You are very intelligent. You know, God has placed, that's another gift that God has placed in your life. What can we do about it? What do we have to do about it? You know, use it. Use that intelligence that God has given you. You know, I always admire Jen. I know this is going to put, you know, her uncomfortable. But you know how Jen manages the office works and, and does ushering, for communion, kids' church. And it's something that helped me to to realize how, you know, that gift she's using. And something that we have to, you know, I look up to her. I look up to her and I said, yeah, I can do these things. But Philippians said, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. You know, that he's the one that strengthens us. 
even though we, we are intelligent, we, we have that gift of intelligence, but it's God who works in us. It's God that, you know, that passion that you have for Christ, it brings you out. And it brings the gifts that you have within and just expresses it out. And, and you can do the things. You, yeah, I can do this. I can do this. I can do this. You know, moms, God has placed that gift in you. Husbands, I know you see that. And I just encourage our children to see those things in our, in our mothers. You know, how intelligent they are. You can be. It's not only for mothers. It's for all of us. This is God. This is his precious gift that he puts in us. We can do a lot of things, but through Christ, we can endeavor more things. Amen? Proverbs, it says, she seeks wool and flax. She supplies scarlet for her merchants, strengthens and honor are her clothing. She shall rejoice in time to come. You know, this is our mom we're talking about. This is the, a description of a strong, intelligent woman who balances her life, who balances her family, who balances church work, who balances her work. Very intelligent, but can do the work. Amen? Hallelujah. Who balances her family and business responsibilities as well. She is an accomplished seamstress chef. Vineyard keeper, a fashion designer. She is a woman of intelligence. Our mom, she can do anything. Who runs when she's sick to a, to a doctor? Who's your doctor in your family? That's your mom, amen? Who's the one that looks after you when you're sick? That's your mom. Who's the one that you run to when she's hungry? Your mom. Who's the one that... Your heart's been broken, you run to mom. Who's the one that you're out of your pocket that you run to? Mom. <laughs> yeah, the banker. <laughs> See how intelligent our mom is. But I thank God it's the gift that God has placed in their lives. You know, that they're open to these things. They see the needs. They see the needs of the people. They see the needs of their children. They see the needs of their husbands, their partners. Sometimes we don't, you know, we don't acknowledge that. Sometimes moms don't realize it either. They're just on the go, oh, on the go all the time, all the time, just to make sure that everything's being met. Do we acknowledge that with our moms? Do we acknowledge that with our mothers, our wives, our sisters? Something for us to, you know, to think about. And I pray today, you know, as, as we're just on the second letter, you know, our mom, being gracious, being intelligent, leads me to, to my third point of the letter F. To me, I see my mom as faithful. Faithfulness she has. Not only to, to her children, to her family, but also those around her. A precious gift mother is gracious. 
intelligent and faithful. She is faithful to her husband, her family. But as we read in our, in our word this morning, she is also faithful to God. You know, I can testify to that, and I've seen it as a testimony for me, especially growing up with my grandmother. I didn't grow up with my mom, with my birth mom. I grew up with my grandmother, but she was a woman of God. She feared God than anybody else. She doesn't fear men. She doesn't fear if you're a pastor or, you know, a prime minister or, or anybody that's, you know, but he fears God most. And, he speak, and she speaks direct. If you're out of line, she will just rebuke you straight away in Jesus' name. <laughs> that is my grandmother. That's how I looked up to. She was faithful. She was faithful to the things of God. It made me realize it helped me, you know, as I grew up. I didn't realize it when I was a kid. But now, growing in God and growing in the things of God, doing the things of God made me realize I should have followed that a long time ago. But I take that. You know, it's not too late to, to, um, to think that they're gone. And, you know, there's always something in your mom that you can see. Or there's always something in your grandmother that you, you saw. But, I, you know, my prayer that is for us to take that to heart. It's not too late. As mom, it's not too late to take that on. And for our children to see how faithful you are. Be faithful to God first. Then to your husband, those around you, your family. I learned a lot through my grandmother of how she said, make sure that you do, you know, do the things of God. Follow God in everywhere you go. Whatever you do, do it all for the glory of God. These things, it helped me realize that if you're faithful to the little things, you know, God will be faithful with you with the bigger things. You know, that helped me a lot. And I just want to share this from my heart, you know. Even though she's passed on, I want to be faithful like her. When she passed on, one of her uncles said, who's going to be like her? Who's going to carry on the legacy of what she have left behind? I didn't think it would be me, but I wanted that. I wanted something that my grandmother had. You know, I, I want to be a God-fearing person. I want to help people out because most of her life was about helping people out. And then she comes to, my, to our family. She was a queen to our, our grandfather. She was just a queen because that's how my grandfather honored her because of her gracious heart, because of her intelligence, and because she was faithful. Not only God honored her, but also my grandfather honored her. Those around that she worked with honored her also. That's something that we can do. We bring that to ourselves and we think, what can I do? What are the changes I can bring? Being a mother, what can I do to help those in need? Truly, God said, yes, look after your families first. But, you know, we have a, a bigger world out there. I know 
I remember Peter Byrne saying that Christ in us, you know, we carry Christ wherever we go. It's the presence of Christ that we carry, that when we go out, we're just, you know, the world will just see, yes, something in that person that I want to have. Something in that person that I want to have. Try not to be like that person. You just be who you are. But that faithfulness that you have inside of you, carry that with you. And I encourage us, it's not too late. It's not too late. Faithfulness is one of the most important qualities to God. The greatest words anyone could hear from God's lips are, who can remember? Matthew 25, 20, 21. Amen. Well done, good and faithful servants. Wouldn't you like to hear that when God says, well done, good and faithful servant? Oh, amen. Amen. You know, something that we have to take it, you know, take to heart and say, if you, you know, I've been thinking, if I leave this earth, what have I done? Have I left something for people to follow? Have I helped people out? Because we see a, uh, see a lot of things happening now. We see the, the world is crumbling down. We see the nearly every news is always somebody being killed. We always, you know, bad things are happening. But are we faithful to the call that God has called us to be? The world is out there longing. They're hungry. There are some children that, that are, you know, less fortunate of what they have. They don't have mothers. Their mothers are not faithful to them. There are mothers that um, have left their children, have left their partners, their husbands, just to, you know, to satisfy their needs. But I tell you, because of, of God in us, that's why we are able to do these things. If it weren't for God, where would we be? We'd be the same. We are ladies, we are women that fears God. And I encourage us to carry that along. Carry that wherever you go. Carry God in you and be faithful to his word. Be faithful to his calling. You're not only called for your family. We are not only called to our families. We are called to the world. It's a gospel that we need to take out. What's the gospel? It's that gracious heart that we have, that intelligence that we carry, and it's that faithfulness that we have for God. Praise God. The last letter of the word gift is T. I put down T as tenderness. Tenderness. A precious gift mother is tender-hearted, overflowing with love and kindness. She thinks tenderly, speaks tenderly, acts tenderly. Her tenderness is described in the, in the New Testament this way. Love is patient. Love is kind. Love does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. It is not rude. Love is not easily provoked. It thinks no evil. 
It does not rejoice in iniquity, but rejoices in the truth. Love bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Love never fails. We can find that in 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verses 4 to 8. Proverbs 31.26 simply says, She opens her mouth with wisdom, and in her tongue is the law of kindness. Kindness of all tenderness, such a way of life for her, that it, is, that it has become a law. She is a woman of tenderness, a precious gift from God. Is that your mom today? Was that your mom before? She has love. She's got a kind heart. Do we see that in our moms today? I see that in our moms today. Not only my mom, but also my church moms. My sisters. This is God's heart. Our mom thinks of, of others than, than herself. Her tongue. She loves best, you know, to bear all good things. Her tongue has the law of kindness. She always speaks good things. You know, I see that um, these, you know, the people are this, these days, especially children, you know, sometimes they th take their moms for granted. Sometimes they think, mom is here, you know, we don't have to worry about anything because mom's here. They are more secure that, you know, because their moms are here. What if they are on their own? And I'm speaking to our brothers also, to our fathers. What if mom's gone? What if your wife's gone? What if your sister's gone? Are you ready? Are you ready to stand on your feet and... And take all the things that mom have done for you. I'm speaking also to those that are, you know, your moms are not here. How are you coping with these things? How are we going to cope with all these things that mom has been doing this for me? Am I ready to, you know, when she's gone? Am I ready when she's not here? Who do you look up to? Who are you going to find to replace her? She has that tenderness that nobody has. But something for us not to waste, not to take to waste. It is precious. It is a gift of God. That's why he wanted, you know, moms are, are unique. You know, they have special, they just have special gifts that nobody other, you know, other human beings have. Men have their own. But mothers are so special. They are very special. They are very unique. So how should we respond to, pre to a precious gift that is given? How do we respond with the things that your mom have do? You ask yourself. Have you taken the time to appreciate your mom? Have you taken the time to say, mom, I've been blessed because of you. Mom, you are blessed. Mom, thank you for doing this for me. Mom, 
You know, have you expressed your, your heart to your mom? Have you expressed the things that, you know, sometimes we, we, we tend to hide? As children, have we expressed our love to our moms? Husbands, have you expressed, you know, how you feel to your wives? Sometimes we say yes. But do we remember the gifts of God? You know, God has placed us in a place, in a, in a circle that, that is so, you know, so distracted with a lot of things. Even with our families. You know, you can see the love of a mother in a family. And it's so, you know, it's different. It's different of, of, a, father's, of a father's love. So I want to, you know, I want us to, to think of these things. You know, this word gift. Graciousness. Intelligence. Faithfulness. And tenderness. Do you think your mom fits in all of those? Do you think your wife, your sister fits in all of these gifts? I think, yes, they do. But what's the, more, what's the precious gift that God has given us? God has given us his son. God has given Jesus his special gift to us. The only gift that he never had from us was the gift of his son, Jesus. John 3, 16, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. That's the greatest gift that we should say, Amen. It's more precious than our mothers. It's a more precious gift than our mothers. The father's gift of his one and only son. Second Corinthians chapter 9, verse 15 says, Thanks be to God for his indescribable, inexpressible gift. Who's that gift? That gift is Jesus. Romans 6, 23, For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life. Through who? Through Christ Jesus our Lord. Also in Ephesians chapter 2, verses 8 and 9. For by grace you have been saved through faith, and that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not of works, lest anyone should boast. Once again, how should we receive a gift? Should we go out, work hard for it, seek it, dig up for it? No. Precious gift has been given to us has been given to us through our Lord Jesus Christ. How are we going to receive that gift? Receive it by faith. Receive it by faith and thank God for it. Also in um, First Corinthians, um, sorry, 
John chapter 3, verse 12. But as many as received him, to them he gave the right to become children of God, to those who believe in his name. You know, we can't pay for the gift of God's Son. There is no way we can repay that gift. All of us, we can receive him by faith. And then thank God for every day, for the salvation, for the forgiveness and eternal life that are yours in him. This is a free gift that we have. God has blessed us with it. He gave his son for us to receive by faith. Second Corinthians, it says again, thanks be to God for his describable, indescribable gift, and that's our Lord Jesus Christ. In choosing this, in closing, you know, I would like us for all to stand. If your mom is not here, or your wife's not here, um, you know, can I ask us to, to come around all our mothers, all our sisters, and, you know, and our wives, And um, let, let us just think and contemplate on this word gift. What is my mom all about? What does my mom have? She's a gracious woman. She's very intelligent. She is faithful. And she has a tender heart.